You're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Hello there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined by a man who refuses to wear any pants or underwear and is currently in the process of giving his boner a full Nelson. That's Jeff Clark. Sir. And transmitting to us from a Chinese spy balloon, the bearded booger-eating aeronaut known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, brat, brat. So, Shuddy, how yes. are you, you feeling this week? Like dog shit, um, but much, much better. I'm still super congested, super phlegmy. Duh. Uh, but much better. I feel close to myself again. Uh, my, yeah. It, last week was tough. Yeah. I, I saw that. You look those, like you were uh, melting into your chair. Those couple of days those you know between when we recorded the main episode last week and uh supermarket nope queef or no queef yeah on thursday like i went through like i still haven't put on put any of the weight back on i haven't been eating uh i have my sense of taste and well smell i'm so fucking stuffy that i can't smell anything but my sense of taste is so muted that halfway through eating something, I just get bored because I'm not even tasting it. Uh, you know, uh, due, due to my congestion and all that, my, my voice might sound a little raspy and abrasive. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it like I barely taste this coffee that I'm drinking. Well, and it's, I mean, it's a bummer. But that is a, um, it could be a useful tool in your arsenal. You know, if you um, just eat nothing but like broccoli until you get the, your sense of taste back, you could lose even more weight and gain a whole bunch of vitamins. Like if I lost my sense of taste, I can't help myself. Like I'm, I do okay. Sometimes I'll, I'll eat like a salad for lunch. I'll eat fucking overnight oats for breakfast. And I'll have the self-control to eat nothing for the rest of the day, and I'll eat two meals. Or an edible will hit me the wrong way, and I'll have to drive over to Salt and Straw and get some delicious, delicious ice cream. But if I had no sense of taste, the, the, all that junk food's siren song would be useless on me. I'm still trying to eat good food, fun foods. Like, <laughs> even though Scouts, I can't taste it, I'm having fruit roll-ups for dinner. Well, I mean, like last night I had peanut butter patties. Oh, you got you got the whole shipment of of Girl Scout cookies. Listen, huh? I even did what almost amounted to a back alley Girl Scout cookie deal yesterday. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> because you were meeting I, um, with Girl Scouts in a dark alley. Okay. Let me, let's, that's MSPH intro right there. 
<laughs> um, so we went grocery shopping yesterday and Draven and I got accosted by a group of Girl Scouts again. And as I was buying the cookies that they had on hand, I asked what, how, how I could get my hands on some of those raspberry rallies. Ah, which are the online only ones. And they're like, bring, bring me the severed heads of three Boy Scouts. Because I couldn't, because <laughs> I couldn't find. I've been trying to find out where online to order them, but they don't go up for sale uh, until Thursday, the tenth, whatever day, Friday. I also Friday, can't believe available. that the Girl Scouts of America is in the process of freezing out the Girl Scouts in cookie sales. Like, online exclusives? What the fuck are you guys doing? Well, I, I'm, I'm not sure exactly. So you have to have a cookie link that comes from the troop. So the local troop gets credit for the sale. Well, that's good at least. But when the mom was going to send me the cookie link, and then she's like, come here for a second. And she goes... Shipping is super expensive. So what I've been doing is I've been taking orders for them and then I'll just have them shipped to me and I'll let you know when they come in. No. Oh. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm on it's uh, the Girl Scout cookie mom got me for six bucks because shipping is eight dollars. And that's it's if you order one or fifteen boxes, that's how much it costs. Oh my Christ! I'm just picturing Shuddy like in that episode of South Park when Cartman was like brokering KFC sales. And then she put me in a pickle because I hadn't anticipated having to spend the additional cash at that moment. But then so again, I, I like pickles, get... so I found myself in another pickle—a pickle inside of a pickle. And we had we were going to the farmer's market for gyros, and I needed the cash. Uh, <laughs> the life of a shuddy boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I only got one box, but I do have a box of raspberry rallies that will be here, hopefully, within the next week or so. What does that do to your penis, Jeff? Do you have, like, a, a boner over those raspberry rallies? I haven't even tried them. I saw a sign when I was driving back from the gym um, that was said Girl Scout cookies, and it was down, like, pointed down the street, almost like a a garage sale sign or a moving sale sign that you would see. But I didn't, I didn't follow it. I had too many other errands to run and things to fit in. Um, one of the Puminati dropped in a Girl Scout cookie or a link to his daughter's Girl Scout cookies. On an online shop or however it works, and I should have probably purchased some through there, but I still haven't. I haven't. I haven't really busted my Girl Scout cookie nut this year so far. Man, that the, could have uh, been worded differently. Yeah, the uh, the <laughs> I, I the, parents, the, way I to. the the parents around here take it very seriously. There are two competing Girl Scout cookie huts within three quarters of a mile of each other. Oh, shit. Where they just, the parents just sit out there and peddle Girl Scout cookies at all times. Yeah, I, uh, I like, there's have, like a, they have like open signs that they turn on with like that say open. 
Mm. You know what? You might not want to give off the impression that your operation has too much cash flow. Because then people might be like, all right, I need to spread the love a little bit. These guys are clearly just making money hand over fist with these cookies. They got to spread the love to a different troop. They got a fucking open sign that lights up and shit. Yeah, there's literally multiple ones within, uh, like, I could drive any direction and hit one of these little huts. See, last year I had a woman just come and knock on my door with her daughter with the little <laughs> form. And I was like, oh, this is, this is wonderful. I don't have to fucking put my credit card in online or anything. Just filled out that little form and then... You all right over there, Shuddy? Yep. I can't Long believe COVID. after like all the COVID talk last week, I never nailed you with this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were, you were being nice to me last week for the most part. Because I was on death's door. At any point, because I know... You felt like dog shit Monday when we were recording, but the following day you were thrashed. Were you worried at any point? I mean, yes, I, there was, yes, Tuesday. I definitely worried because there was a point during the day that I had a coughing episode and coughed up so much phlegm that I couldn't get out of my throat. (laughs) Like I I almost couldn't yourself. I could, yeah, I couldn't breathe. And it went on for about my threshold of holding my breath. And I, that was concerning. You thought you were going to like pass out due to lack of oxygen. Well, I thought at some point I was going to have to go to the hospital because that was going to become a regular occurrence. And (laughs) I wasn't going to be able to breathe. (laughs) Did um, Did anybody else catch a COVID case off of you? Draven did. How's he doing? He is, he's okay. I mean, he's fine. He's better than I am still. Uh, he's had more vaccines than I had. Uh, uh, and he's also, you know, almost 20 years younger. So he didn't even, motherfucker didn't even have a fever. Are you, are you cleared to go back to work yet? Or are they still like, keep your, keep your coughing shutty ass at home? I mean, I'm cleared to go back to work. I was in the office a little bit today. I have some stores to visit tomorrow and Wednesday. (laughs) Seems a little too soon. I don't know if the CDC would approve of that. CDC is five days from onset of symptoms. Yeah, Shuddy Shuddy walks into the office. (laughs) Yep, that's not COVID-related, just hitting a blunt. And today's day... Eight. Oh, see, Shuddy's been listening to NPR. It's good stuff, well, Shuddy. I, you know, I have to know that stuff for when all, you know, as it changed for, the, you know, the employees I'm responsible for. Uh, That's true. But yeah, I mean, he didn't even have a fever, but I sweat out, like, like I said on Queef or No Queef. I was down seven pounds by Thursday. Yeah, you said you were like sweating yourself to death and waking up just drenched throughout just the day. covered head to toe in sweat. I fucking and ruined, shivering. I ruined my He-Man footy pajamas. I would not sleep in footy pajamas if I had a pair of He-Man footy pajamas. That's too much. 
Hmm. Is it though? Uh, yeah, I don't like having, I don't sleep with socks on. I don't like having anything on my feet when I sleep. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm with you. Seems like a deal breaker. Do you have, um, pajama pants though? Or would you entertain those? Yeah. I mean, I usually, I wear sweats or yeah, sweats or joggers. So well, a little fun fact about me. I haven't worn sweatpants in like 20 something years. I actually wear sweat joggers as normal pants. I'm You're like stylish a, like that. Like a like a yoga instructor or something? You flashing some shuddy camel toe? Not quite. Like I, have, I have I have really <laughs> nice champion joggers that I wear. Here you go, fellas. All you can eat is a shuddy cock meat buffet. And I have a pair of Vans sweatpants, two pairs <laughs> Of Vans sweatpants, actually three pairs of Vans sweatpants that are the most comfortable sweatpants I've ever owned. So for different reasons. Jeff, what is your opposition to wearing sweatpants? It seems like it would gel perfectly with your lifestyle. Yeah, that shocks Absolutely. me that However, you're not a sweatpant guy. Yeah, I can I can already mentally put in all the poo stains near the ass part. So I'm a fat, sweaty bastard, and the last time I wore sweatpants was when I was in, I think, middle school. It was like the eighth grade when I was just like, you know what, I can't do sweatpants anymore. And I would get swamp ass. And for sweatpants, the sweat would leak through the sweatpants and then leave like a sweat streak on the on the, on the the chair. So like when I went to my next class, I would just see the sweat streak. And it was just... It was just too embarrassing, and I just didn't want to see it ever again. So you would, I was you'd like, leave you know what? Your, your stamp on every chair you sat in. So do you wear? Do you wear jeans? Yeah. Do you sweat? But through my those? swamp ass doesn't go. Doesn't it's not. It was never aggressive enough to go through the jeans. Just the like I, I mean, I like being that I've only hung out with you in Southern California. I don't think I've ever seen you with pants on. Nope. Yeah, you're always and you always never will. Uh, so I never gave much thought to that, but I would just assume that you were a sweats and joggers guy. Well, never. Jeff, I can't I can't hang you out to dry because I'll join you in this grossness. I I'm very anxious at any given time of the day, and I am a bit sweaty. Like um in the winter, and especially when I was on the East Coast, uh, I would sweat through my shirts like my pits because when it gets a l- when i'm a little chilly you know you, you you tuck your biceps in and it's meat against meat and that i think that generates more sweat than just like um warm weather you know so throughout the winter i would sweat through like my pit stains would sweat through every bit of my shirt and then when i feel the the cold wet fabric touching my skin that makes it worse and then i sweat more so it's like a perpetual sweat machine. And I used to make um, like maxi pads out of paper towels from the break room and fold them up and stuff them in my pits to try and absorb my my pit sweat. But I would sweat through that and then it would continue and it would I would get pit stains. And then sometimes they would fall out of the little bridge that I made and on the ground and I'd be talking to somebody and one of my armpit sweat maxi pads would fall on the floor and we'd both look at it and then look back at each other and just be like, uh. So anyway, 
the I Mets. I plagiarize that entire story. That's that's my truth. That's that is my truth as well, buddy. I'm there. <laughs> I'm right there with you. But I'm with you on the ass sweat too. I feel like you have to be. I don't know. I mean, when I'm when I'm angry, I have never pit stained a shirt in my life. Oh come on! Oh, really? Man. Really? I don't sweat like that. Man, I think this, I think sweating can be mostly random. Because my like, brothers, I, mean, I, I sweat like my arms and stuff, but I've never had pit stains. Like all, I can go get white shirts that I've worn so much that like the the printing on them is faded, and there is not a pit stain on them. Well, the pit stain is only the 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 moisture. It's not exactly like a discoloration. Oh. But, when I was younger, I had a discoloration of pit stains. Oh. I don't. I don't anymore. Was it was I it did. from deodorant? Was it like deodorant residue, or are you just like leaking oil out of your pits or something? I, think I was leaking oil. I don't. <laughs> Dom. I don't know. Dom is a pit stain monster. Really? Yeah. Or he used to be. Like he. It would be. Yeah. Dom was. Take that, Dom! Right under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> but I sometimes will get nervous that like like your problem with sweatpants i get nervous that that's happening to me with with normal pants and i have a couple pairs of jeans like i have these they're not blue jeans in the like the denim sense they're just blue pants and i feel i've left a little almond shaped sweat mark down my butt crack before and no that was shit for sure no shuddy it wasn't poop i know the difference but I've I've felt it. I don't know you, that we know if you know the difference. It's, okay, well, Shuddy, I don't sometimes don't know the difference between poops and farts, but I think that's a pretty relatable stance. But as far as sweating, leaving sweat stains in my pants, I'll I'll get nervous. And if people I know are walking behind me, I'll put my hands behind my back like this, and then lay my my hand open, and use that to block my butt crack where the sweat stain could be if it were there. I even, if I'm getting frisky with Carl, I've taken my pants off sometimes and seen the sweat, the butt crack sweat stain in my boxers. And then I do the whole like, oh no, was that showing through my real pants too? And if Carl gets frisky and wants to honk my hiney, I get all nervous. I'm like, oh man, I hope she only honks cheek. Because if any digit, <laughs> any digit gets close to crack, she could detect moisture. And let's be honest, if you detect moisture near the butt crack, your brain automatically calculates the odds that it could be poo related. I, you know, I, for so many reasons, I hope you and Carl are together for a very, very long time. You and uh, me both. But, but most I actually broke up this weekend. But most <laughs> yeah, she touched my sweaty ass. <laughs> so we can all be, you, you know, relive the, the, or be brought in. I mean, when these neuroses of yours come to light for her and maybe she does for once feel your, your sweaty bottom and how that interaction goes. Uh Oh, what did I just touch? Was that human fecal matter? <laughs> Beautiful. Wow. You're a wizard at the iPad sound soundboard. I let Carl in on a lot of my neuroses and um, she laughs at them. So when it gets, when she eventually so does it, discover my poopy related ones, she'll probably laugh at those too. 
So then why are you so scared to let her in on them? Like, um, I don't want it to interfere with sexy time. Like, let's say I just had that well, entire you know, conversation. Well, you don't, you don't tell her about them when things are getting hot and heavy. You don't. Well, be no, like, but hold on, hold on. <laughs> Before we go any further, I just I had some things I wanted to get off my chest. I see how you could have made that mistake, Shuddy, but I, I didn't mean I was going to bring that up right before it's time to go to the bone zone. I'm saying if, if we... are rounding like, second. I got something I got to tell you. Yeah, I'm like, honk, 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 honk. Have I ever told you about my sweaty ass crack? <laughs> <laughs> but like, say we're... Say, I, well, you know, there's a lull in the breakfast conversation. I'm like, ah, I know how to clear this up. And I start talking about my ass crack. Later on that night, if I go in for a smooch, what if the back, the voice inside her head reminds her, oh, remember this morning, his ass? And then she's just like, ah, I'm not feeling it tonight. She all of a sudden has a headache? Yeah. Oh, no, I got my period for the fifth time this month. Can you believe it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, another period. What's wrong with me? <laughs> well, Shuddy, I'm glad you're mostly out of the woods. Um, Carl and I were thinking about you a lot. She was worried too. So, well, tell her thank you. I appreciate it, and thank you to ever, all the Puminati that reached out as well. Uh, like I said, I've been feeling like dog shit, so I didn't respond to pretty much anybody uh, except you guys and my family. Uh, so thank you, everybody, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I probably shouldn't have smoked those two volcano bags already. No, volcanoes. He should have. Yeah, it's it's good for, for COVID long. You're, you're doing the responsible thing by using a volcano. Yeah. Uh, Treating your in-laws. My, my grandmother just beat COVID for the third time. Damn. Yeah. Three and O versus COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good for her. Well, hey, speaking of grandmas, I had a grandma-related question for you guys. I keep seeing Dang. billboards for it. Do you guys have any interest in no. 80 for Brady? None. Does anybody have Absolutely. any interest in that? It looks like a Saturday Night Live skit. Chris Gore saw it and said it was pretty good. MSPH alum. Hmm. Well. Jeff's adversary, <laughs> if I remember correctly. <laughs> That's right. My fucking number one enemy. I still got money on this chain. Um, one of my coworkers or the writers at Outkick went and saw it as well and said it wasn't terrible. But he also like Banshees of Inner Sheehan or whatever the fuck, however the fuck you say that name. So I don't really take his movie advice uh, to heart. I'll tell you that. Until, until Englefort? Yeah, I... I, I I kept seeing billboards for it, and I was like, "Is this a joke? Is this like a straight to crackle type thing we're dealing with here?" Um, but then I, I I looked at the box office numbers for this weekend, and I think it came in second place. Oh man! Like, Behind it, what? It beat it beat Avatar, I think. <laughs> well, I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna pull it up. Um, knock at the cabin was number one. I just don't know who would go see that movie and like who, what, like, who is it for? Yeah. Most of the Sports old ladies fans aren't trying to see the golden girls. Yeah. 
I don't think sports fans really give a shit. I think so. Knock at the cabin grossed fourteen point two million. Eighty for Brady grossed twelve and a half million. What did Avatar get? Does it say ten point eight million? Yeah. So but. after seven weeks, Avatar got knocked off the throne. M Night Shyamalan and old ladies for Brady's uh, trounced it. And it's arguably because of like eighty for Brady is in thirty nine hundred theater. No, yeah, thirty nine hundred theaters. Whoa! God, knock damn. at the cabin is in thirty six hundred. Hmm. Well, I was just so curious it's even how a wider release like Paramount was is putting that out for all the Sally Field and Jane Fonda lovers. And Tom Brady completionists? Meh. Meh. Yeah, I mean, nah. guys now that anywhere. he's retired, they uh, they want their Brady content somehow. And I predicted that. You did. You did. You're on fire with sports predictions. I mean, if you think about it, he lost his supermodel marriage just to go back for more sports ball and eat shit in front of the whole world. So it kind of seemed like a no-brainer that he was going to retire and try and get money the easy way going into broadcasting. Yeah, he's going to get paid more money broadcasting than playing football. I also think he wanted to torpedo his own relationship, and he knew if he kept playing football, Giselle would dump him and make the like make it easier for him. <laughs> he saw like a, a very Seinfeld-esque out of his marriage and took it? Yeah. Yeah, do you think he has to pay less in like child support, spousal support or whatever if she's the one that pulls the trigger? I think oh. she might be worth more than he is. She's definitely worth more than he is currently. Whoa, really? <laughs> that, that's yeah. always been so. That's always been the thing, Kevin. Is he always took team friendly contracts because his wife made more money than the two of them, so he could like instead of getting paid twenty five million, he can get paid fifteen million, and they could use that salary to improve other parts of the roster. Oh, that, that was kind of... kind of like the Tom Brady, Giselle bunch and cheat code. That's, I guess, nice of them, right? Or no? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, well, I mean, it's when nice you look how at... it worked out for the Patriots, but I mean, yeah. no one here is Patriot fans, so fuck them. <laughs> but I mean, it it means like one guy's not hogging all the money, and there's more to spread around, so everybody can get a little more. Correct, and that you're seeing that is part of the problem in a lot of with a lot of NFL franchises right now. I've always thought that. See. Fucking sports is that genius. quarterbacks are now being paid. They're talking that when Jalen Hurts signs his contract, his new contract with the Eagles, it's going to be $45 million a year, which is one fifth of the allowed salary of a team. Jesus Christ. So that's one player taking up one fifth of the salary for 53 players. It's been like that for franchise quarterbacks for a while, though. But Tom Brady was just a bitch and had a fucking uh, stupid rich wife that was, and he was able to like skip around that. 
I mean, that's, I do that's like why his teams always stayed good. I do like learning that um, sexy ladies are worth more money than dudes playing catch. That's the universe at least getting something right. I mean, I don't think I don't think that's the case for most of them. I think this is the one specific situation. Like Giselle Bundchen is from like a success standpoint is pretty much like the Michael Jordan of supermodeling. Not talking well, about she's looks. already got a boyfriend. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't have football to worry about. She's probably out dating pretty immediately. Supposedly, so, it's like her jiu-jitsu trainer. Net worth is roughly four hundred million dollars. Tom Brady's is around two hundred million. Oh, so she has double the money he does. Me. Yeah. God damn. Butt yeah. cheek fuck me. It's fucking crazy, right? Yeah. So happy that asshole's not in the Super Bowl this year. Really makes me wish I was a pretty lady. Well, you could be in this country yeah. nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Some I, injections. I don't think I'm getting over the line of pretty. Mm, nah. Well, I mean, people say Caitlyn Jenner is a beautiful woman, so... I mean, Caitlin Craft could certainly be a beautiful woman. I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, I think I would have made a pretty ugly, ugly lady. Oh, speaking of which, just... did you guys see the Grammys? No, <laughs> fucking Madonna. No, fucking Madonna. Why would I watch I the Grammys? I didn't really watch the Grammys. I just saw the the picture of Madonna, and oh man, did she she? I hear she's looking different. terrible. Plastic surgery. It's a bummer too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's everybody's oh my decision, God. everybody's own personal decision. But I really wish people would fucking lay off the plastic surgery. Like, wow. never been a fan of fake boobies. I feel like for every. Hundred surgeries, you maybe you get like one success story where the person actually looks better afterwards. I feel like everybody just looks like a cartoon character, or they glaringly look like they had work done, and it's just like, just let nature do its fucking thing. We're all gonna look like gray blobs at some point. Just gray blob out, fucking roll with it. And then look at you- Kanye's mom. Kanye's mom fucking died from a cosmetic surgery. And she was getting, you know, she probably went to a pretty fucking good doctor if Kanye was paying for it. For sure. The risk-reward is just, it's a fucking no-brainer to me. I've always been wondering, because my grays are coming in so quick, and I've always been, like, wondering, eh, when I go fucking gray, do I bother dyeing it? Do I I try to hide it and touch it up? Fuck that. You should go, you should go Creed in the office. Just jet black? (laughs) <laughs> yeah later skater <laughs> sometimes you gotta ride the bull Am hey I right? crew we need we need some more uh red bull for the break room <laughs> yeah dude no i hear you I, I the older i get the more into fake boobies i become i've uh i've jerked off a lot recently to filtered fake boobies in Pornhub. really that was your that was your search term somewhat recently like in the last like month or so what was the the weirdest thing you can remember ever typing into the search bar to whack off to it? 
I will not answer that question publicly. What a pussy! <laughs> what a pussy! No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I don't. I think I've. I think I shared all that stuff with you guys. Was it like wet melons or something? No, 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 no. Like I've looked for some like ten on one gangbangs before, but I think I've said that to you guys. Yeah, but I mean that's that's the weirdest. That's the weirdest you've gone. Yeah. I need like, my ratio if, of penises like specifically to jerk off. Of course, like I've watched two girls in one cup, but that was I might have did it in my dorm room with buddies. Like it wasn't yeah. even like a that was business. That wasn't pleasure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I was doing it for educational purposes. But when Man, you want to jack off, you're like, I need a video have with it, ten penises. Kevin got me to sit through it because he told me that you find out it's ice cream at the end. And I was so <laughs> dumb that I listened to him. Yeah, and uh, why are they barfing? Is that ice cream? <laughs> yeah, man. Two girls with one cup. Possibly the greatest internet video ever. And that's saying a lot, right? Yeah, I think I've just... video of me? Looked up... Uh... Chunky gals, you know you got a that's like you get a couple drinks in you, you get the beer focals going, and see some see some chunky gals. Dude, <laughs> I jerk off to chunky gals weekly. <laughs> it's not a big deal. I have a subscription to Chunky Gals Weekly. <laughs> for sure i would i'd 100 subscribe to that fucking only fans if they if they would just allow me if only fans would just accept my money yeah have you has there been any developments in that uh they they replied to my email that i sent last week after like five days and they gave me instructions to like possibly reset my my account I think it includes clearing cash and clearing cookies and then re-verifying my stuff and then I love putting in a cookies. new credit card. So I could do it if I wanted, but I've uh, been instructed by Huminati, who will go unnamed, how to circumvent the OnlyFans paywalls and to um, watch stolen OnlyFans. So I prefer to go that way since OnlyFans was were such bitches about accepting my money. Yeah, look what you did, OnlyFans. You could have been funneling money to all these creators and yourselves, but you played yourself. Yep. You could have, I was trying to support small business and you guys just fucked me and the small businesses. I wanted to support some single moms out there. Yeah, or even happily married moms who just founded a revenue stream by posting skanky shit on OnlyFans. Remember when they were going to try and make OnlyFans no nudes? Oh, yeah. yeah. Playboy I feel like there had to be a, a competitor leaking that information out or something. Yeah, that would be weird. That was like if McDonald's is like, yeah, we're just not going to serve food anymore. What? It was definitely somebody who was trying to buy OnlyFans that wanted to drive the price down. That's a that's a, actually a pretty good conspiracy theory too. It's not even conspiracy theory. It's yeah, I like it. Decent angle there, uh, Kevin. What I got something I want to talk to you about. Uh oh, 
not even talk to you, but I, I have to come off too aggressive. It's actually more of an invitation. Oh, okay. Would you now? This day has been muted a little bit because of changing to the TV broadcast schedule. But I want to know if you and Carl would be down to come through Super Bowl Sunday and hang out, watch the Super Bowl. I was actually going to pitch it to you. We could watch the Super Bowl, then The Last of Us, then Next Level Chef, which debuts after the Super Bowl. But The Last of Us changed their re- release date from Sunday to Friday because they don't even want to fucking go against Wait, what? football. Yeah, you didn't know that? No. This is news yeah, to me as well. Yeah, Last of Us is releasing their new episode this Friday instead of Sunday because they don't even they want no problems with the NFL. Wait, which was what they- side note, that was my funniest like aspect of the whole the championship games are rigged. Like people actually thought that the championship NFL games were rigged so they could get a better Super Bowl matchup as if anyone on TV is competing with the NFL on Super Bowl Sunday. Like, like they, they need to rig the game for better ratings. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, even if, I don't even know who they are, but, like, the two dumbest NFL teams were in the Super Bowl, That would they, they think that would affect viewership? Like, people are just not going to tune into the Super Bowl? Yeah, that was, like, one of the arguments. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people where the Super Bowl is the only football game they watch all year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of people that only watch the super uh, for the commercials. There's people that watch for the halftime show, but like, besides you, pretty much everyone watches. Like that's how it goes. I don't know. There's there's nothing else on TV. It's not even like anyone's like trying to compete. And that's like the kind of the crazy, not the crazy thing, but the interesting thing about the Last of Us stuff. Like I was jacked. I was like, oh my god, we're gonna have the greatest Sunday ever. We got this big golf tournament, which I'll have mad money on that whole day. Then the Super Bowl, then next level chef, then the last of us. Last um, year, 99.2 million people watched the Super Bowl. <laughs> and it was the Rams and the Bengals. Yeah. Two weak, weak fucking franchises from a fan perspective. Huh. Well, I don't know when the Super Bowl is. Sunday. Sunday. This coming week? Yes. Whoa. Okay. Eh. Could be a taller order with Carl. We'll see. What's Carl's pushback, would you think? Uh, Not a football fan, huh? What, yeah, that's a big one. Not a football fan. Uh, Knew it. Little Lucy, her dog, is a nervous wreck. It is just a ball of anxiety. So... I don't know how long she would be able to leave the dog by itself for. Bring the dog. She hang out with little mama. Yeah, but that's the thing. She might freak out being in a new house with a bunch of new people and another dog. She's terrified of other dogs. Okay. Fair enough. Well, I understand you have things to juggle and uh, work out with Carl. But... I'll, I'll I'll run it by her. I'll see I'll see if she feels like. Uh, yeah, that sounds like it, he's already saying no, Jeff. Yeah, like, uh-huh. this is he's just trying to do it softly and let you think he's going to talk to her, but he knows what. Not necessarily bring it up to her. Carl, yeah, he, he, Carl is a big fan of Dookie Boy the cocksucker. Yeah, that's why I'm saying you don't want to watch the Super Bowl, so you're 
you're not even you're gonna be like oh she said she can't leave the dog and then you didn't even ask her but yeah i'm I, just i could just text carl but uh yeah i, I figure she's I'd probably be gonna be friend. like anything going on for the super bowl and kevin's like no i haven't heard anything nobody's doing anything look <laughs> i i don't give a flying fuck about football and i hate watching it even the super bowl but there's a very good chance that my um free time and being able to socialize is about to dry up for quite some time so i'd like to sneak some stuff in under the wire is that a pro or anti Super Bowl stance? Well, it would be pro. Pro. It would be okay. Okay, that's kind of what I thought, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, my life is about to very potentially. Who knows? With even like by next week, could uh, have zero free time available. So I would mind would, right? hanging with the that's homies. Hoping for one last time before the summer. Well. Just holler at me later this week. Give me an official word because we're trying to get a head count because we got a bunch of food to get, beer, booze, just trying to do kind of like a Super Bowl party, but because of parking and uh, seating, it's not going to be huge. Just, you know, a few homies. Yeah. Well. How does Carl feel about bitch-ass Paul? Because he'll be there. She's never met bitch-ass Paul. What? Yes, she did. I mean... My birthday, right? Paul was definitely out for my birthday. Oh, yeah. Um, when we went and got drinks. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah. No, she likes Paul. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul didn't leave much of an impression. I get it. He never does. Well, I, I can snake. distinctly say I do not remember her being like, man, that guy Paul is kind of bitch ass, isn't he? She that never guy said. Paul sucks. She never said anything to that extent, so. That means she likes him. Um, I do. I I've realized that last week I forgot to give everybody an update, but we did a poll on whether you like Godfather or Goodfellas better, and Goodfellas fucking drank the Godfather's milkshake. Yeah, it was seventy-two percent in favor of Goodfellas. We gotta find like a. A more equal competitor, but same type of genre, so it doesn't fall throw people off. I guess not. Maybe not, not same type of genre, but like to me, Goodfellas is like a. I mean, it's top five, top ten movie ever. So I would be comfortable like putting it up against Terminator Two. Maybe not against the not not with the Puminati, but I wonder how Goodfellas would do against the Matrix. Yeah, two wildly different movies. Yeah. It pretty much comes down to what do you like better, sci-fi, action, or mob dramas? Yeah, I guess. It's got some comedy. Although, I would love to hear Dom's answer, because both of yeah. those movies are one-dickers for him. <laughs> I'd like is... to hear Carl's answer, too. Yeah, I'd have to show her Goodfellas. Oh, she hasn't seen that one yet. Nope. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. Does she does she like Matrix? Yeah. Fair enough. Well, I'm interested. Maybe I'll bring this up to her at the Super Bowl party. Yeah, that would be the perfect time. <laughs> <laughs> well, she doesn't come. I'm just going to text her. Uh, well, speaking of movies, I did go to the theater this weekend. And I saw the previously mentioned Knock at the Cabin the newest offering from M. Night Shyamalan. 
and I I tempered my expectations because not every film of his is a banger, even though I, I am a fan of his work. And I do appreciate it when he gets a win. I'm pumped about that. I thought it kicked ass. I've seen a lot of mixed reviews, but I thought it was paced really well. It didn't drag on super long. It kind of did exactly what I wanted it to. I liked the ending. And Batista, man, that motherfucker is talented. Like, I know he's got um, a lot of quotes making the rounds recently about how he's looking forward to his acting career post Drax the Destroyer, all of his, his Marvel movies, which I could understand. Like, getting in... If you're one of those people that's heavily made up in a movie, I can only imagine that shoot days on a Marvel set are fucking long. And if you're getting head-to-toe paint put on, that means you probably got to show up to set four hours before everybody else does. And then when you're done for the day, they got to fucking power wash all that shit off you. It was five hours for him to get into the Drax makeup. Oh, man. Yeah. Do you think it's going to, like, warp your sense of, like, you making a movie or or hopefully making a movie, do you think it's just going to change the way you, you watch movies from here on out? It already like has. You just see the, and, the dollar signs behind everything. Yeah, and I'm really hoping that at some point it goes back to normal because I don't like watch movie, watching movies like that. It's taking the fun well, out of I don't of like it. eating at restaurants like that. Like, I'll go in some place that's a quick service restaurant and I'll be, like, admiring their refrigeration equipment. <laughs> like, this is... <laughs> this is not... Just, how life should be just seeing like, shuddy boy walk into like a, a burger king and gasp at the fucking fridge <gasps> oh god that fridge before i got sick mikey and i went to a new hibachi place and i was admiring their electric hibachi grills like that they were on wheel like it was an open concept kind of hibachi and i was in awe of the equipment i'm like those were probably at least $15,000 a piece. Oh, great. Now you're hibachi boy. But, I mean, so, yeah, to answer your question, it's already happened. Every movie I watch now, I'm like, wow, it must have been tough to find that location. Wow, that's an expensive shot. Wow, how'd they pull that off? And I don't like it. I don't like watching movies like that. It kind of takes me out of it. So I'm hoping that eventually it just becomes, I don't know, I can just go back to watching it like a regular audience member. I wonder if like Martin Scorsese or like James Cameron are able to do that. Like if they're able to like shut that part of their brain off. I feel like they always have to be like, as they're watching a movie, thinking about like what's going on behind the camera. Well, since James Cameron is always trying to invent the new way to do things, there's no way he doesn't watch every movie like that, like that. Like James Cameron doesn't shut off from being James Cameron at any point, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, and it's Kevin weird. Kevin Crafton doesn't shut off from being Kevin Crafton at any point. <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer. Well, I will say that. But I'm looking at uh, M. Night Shyamalan's Shyamalan of Ding Dongs um, filmography. I don't remember. I think I was kind of disappointed in Split. 
I'm trying, I'm going through like his catalog and trying to find the, the most recent movie that I like that, that he did. And I don't know, I guess it would be the village or science actually be science. I thought the visit was really good. I feel like I'm uh, alone on an Island on that one, but especially since it's found footage that usually causes some distress, distress in people's brains. But, uh, that, yeah. I, I thought the, the acting was really good in knock at the cabin. Um, the way they sort of handled a movie entirely in one location for the most part, but didn't make it feel claustrophobic was really well done. It was, had some, some pretty solid emotional moments. And I went with Carl and Brandano and across the board, everybody walked out like, wow, that fucking kicked ass. Oh, little devil's triangle movie date, huh? (laughs) Yep. I sat in the middle, so I got to do the, uh, the ski pole action. Wait, that doesn't work. We got the gist of it. You just you just turn left and play DJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this I, I I pulled off the skiing DJ. <laughs> Popcorn was everywhere. But it was cool, man. I I thought it kicked ass. I, I don't know. I was kind of going back and forth on what I wanted to do, like three point seven five or a four dicker, and. I rounded up. I went with a four dicker. Because I like Shyamalan, and I like it when he gets a win. So, if this is too spoilery, spoilery, then I guess just passing the question, but from the trailer, it seems like they didn't, like the the couple and the kid didn't know the apocalypse was upon them. And then Batista and his crew seemed very convinced that there was apocalypse coming. Was the apocalypse in this story, was it widespread information or is it just this crew that was like, no, we know the apocalypse is coming. We got to sacrifice one of you motherfuckers. Um, I will say that answering that would be spoilery and that's a big part of okay. the fun of the movie. Right. Was having that question ro- rolling around in your head. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense, but figure I'd throw it out there anyways. I'm curious. He's like the main star of this. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. He's like so big that it's like, he's going to have to really need to act his ass off. He's if he's ever going to win an award, you know, I, I know it's a, it's a bold thing to say, but I see it coming. I think he's got the chops. He's fucking good, man. And I remember when, you know, I was super pumped for Blade Runner 2049 when that was coming out. And then when I saw Batista's name, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Batista. And, you know, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't watched it yet, but he's like the first scene and he fucking dies in like the first 10 minutes. But he was awesome in it. I'm like, fuck, I would have loved to have seen more of his character, you know, him doing a more toned down role where he's not you know, a, a silly cartoon character, kind of like Drax. And then he has done, you know, a few silly comedies here and there. Like he did Stuber with Kumail Nanjiani. <laughs> and he did that. I think he did some movie with like some little girl. I just remember seeing the commercials for it, but that was kind of like a family silly comedy. <laughs> but dude's fucking, 
He's got the chops. God damn, he's talented. You all right, Shuddy? You dying? Yeah, I'm good. You got the vid coughs? <laughs> yep. Long-term, long-term COVID. It's a problem. Yeah. Shuddy, shuddy, shuddy. Oh. Get vaccinated, everyone, or it's going to get you. Did you guys see anything? Uh, I watched You People. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Yeah, I watched some of that as well, but I thought I talked about it last week. Did I not? Nope. I wonder, I wonder when I saw it then. I don't know. I thought it was... It was pretty lame. It sucks to say that because I like Jonah Hill and fucking Eddie Murphy, obviously. Um, I don't know. It just felt like some of the, like the dialogue and comedy was like it was mostly forced. It didn't feel very authentic, but I, I guess that's probably part of it. Really agree with that, but it wasn't great. It was okay. It was a decent watch. Uh, there weren't a couple of good jokes, but it was very predictable. I just—I um, was taken aback by just how mean everybody was in it. I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, everyone was angry. Why is everybody so dumb. goddamn mean? Like, um, Jonah's Hill, Jonah Hill's like out of touch parents are played by David Duchovny and Julia Louis Dreyfus, and then. I think I said those right. You're laughing. Did I say those right? <laughs> no. I mean, I always thought it was David... Julia Louis Dreyfus. It is Julia Louis. Louis Dreyfus. Julia. Julia. Julia Louis J. Gomez. Um, <laughs> um, Richard Dreyfus. The, the angry black parents are played by Nia Long and, and Eddie Murphy. And I, I don't know. It just didn't. Yeah, it didn't really resonate with me. No, it felt like nah. No, I, I thought David uh, David Duchovny and Julia Louis Dreyfus were actually kind of funny, but I don't know. David Duchovny's character had a crazy obsession with Exhibit. Yeah, that's right. I was like the only black guy he knew. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of funny. Oh, you like, saw this movie? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, we. I was just talking to him like he hadn't seen it either, Jeff. But, I mean, it, it was all right. Like, it was, you know, I would say 3.25 at best. Hmm. A gracious, <laughs> that's a gracious. 2.25. It's a gracious dick sucking from Shuddy Boy. Uh, and we, Draven and I, while we were taken out by the vid, watched the John Wick trilogy. Oh, that's always a solid choice. Little Mama's favorite movie. Draven hadn't seen any of them. And so we just watched all three of them rapid fire. We watched. When he told you that, Shuddy Boy, did you feel like you had failed as a parent? Yeah, because I had thought (laughs) that I had watched them at the house with him. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we watched one and two on Friday and then three on Saturday. Well, four comes out next month. That's why we did it, because he wants to see part four. Fucking Donnie Yen. I can't wait to see Donnie Yen in it. Yeah, it's going to be. They're so good. 
uh, they're really good. Oh yeah, the, I think that's the, on my the, brother's the, birthday, so we'll probably be making a trip up to you, Kevin, if you want to uh, you want to rendezvous for John Wick for the puppy viewing. getting killed though is still brutally tough to watch for me. Yeah, this lame. It like it is it it's hard to watch. It is a but good it makes way all the murder. Yeah, it's a good way to to get the audience behind the hero. Like, dude stomps a puppy out. It's like, oh, fucking get him. Yeah. yeah get yeah. him uh, without pre- just however it has to happen. You just have to get him. It's it's Your a shame. Was the <laughs> yeah, it's a it's it's a shame that Holly Berry wasn't introduced into the series yet because it would have been very satisfying watching a dog eat his dick. Oh, yeah, dude. But how many what, properties what can Alfie Allen lose his penis in, you know? <laughs> that's true yeah you can only pull that trick once i think yeah it's like wait a second i thought he already was missing his dick how did that dog just eat it yeah because if people like if, if he gets his dick removed in two different movies then he just becomes the guy in public that's known as the dickless dude yeah yeah you don't want to be typecast as, as a dickless man in hollywood you I, have uh, to pull your penis out in random in random situations yeah see i still have it it's there it's real <laughs> like i i want to rewatch john wick three and keep a notepad with me and make a account of how many times those dogs eat a penis because i think it would be awesome if at some point in john wick four there's more dog dick eating and one of them just goes like Ugh! Ugh! and just barfs up a bad guy dick there is like i mean you can hold dick of- the amount of dicks that get bit are it's yeah it's those comical those dogs comical. only have so big a stomach if they eat too many dicks they are gonna barf one up or like one one of the dogs like after it kills a guy it realizes it has to shit and it squats down over the guy's chest and poops a dick out onto him that would be awesome yeah they got to get me on for fucking John Wick five I'll take this franchise into the stratosphere. Well, isn't the fourth one supposed to be the last? No, I think I think I was looking on Letterbox D, and they already have a page made for John Wick Five. What? Yeah, dude. And I think I heard somebody say they were filming them back to back, but I haven't. I well, haven't they definitely that. filmed two and three back to back. They did. Well, they came out a year apart, and that would make sense. But yeah, the John Wick movies do seem to just pick up exactly where the last one ends. The only difference that was noticeable between any of them was the gap between one and two. And especially since they, it's a different dog than he leaves the, the vet with at the end of the first one. Mm. Okay. But two and three came out a year apart. Well, that would make sense. But does it, does it say if uh, four and five are shooting back to back? Let's see. Man, how many John Wicks do you think they could crank out? What animal will be eating dicks in John Wick 8? I mean, how much... How much money do you think Keanu Reeves makes per John Wick? I would... I'd be willing to bet he gets paid handsomely. And I don't know this for sure, 
but I would lay on the ground right now, double my knees over my back, and poop on my own face if he wasn't an executive producer on at least one of them. So I'm sure he's getting good points on the back end. Yeah, he's he's making money hand over fist. He's got to be clearing 50 mil per, right? Well, think about what he's doing in them, too. Like, he has to go through all that training, all the combat training, firearm training. It's not like a walk-in-the-park movie for him to make, too. Like, it's... He's doing a lot of shit him, his, himself. So I'm sure he factors that into his compensation and all that. Um, yeah. So they did not... They were going to shoot back-to-back... But the director decided not to because to just put you even further in it, Kevin, as the role you're about to take on, he decided not to do it because it would be too much for the cast and crew because it would be a 200-day production. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. I mean, I heard I heard a, uh, a rumor that someone who will remain unnamed might be looking at a 13-day shoot. So a 200-day shoot of stunts and fighting and grappling and dog dick eating. Wait, no one eats a dog's dick. Dogs eating dicks. <laughs> Eno would be fucking pissed. <laughs> Yeah, John Wick 7, he just, like, picks up a Dober, and he's like, ew, 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 ew. Man, there would, there would not be a John Wick 8. <laughs> yeah, that, they, that's when they start going into, like, Fast and Furious with the, the titles. They're like, John Wick 8, your dog's dick. All right, is that yeah. the last of the info you were able to rally there, Shuddy? Yeah, I mean, that's all I was looking for. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, I guess that makes sense. But you are correct. There is a John Wick Chapter 5 letterbox D page. Yeah, that gives me nipple boners. I, mean, I, can, I just keep watching them. Um, I did realize me. that last week we did forget to take care of one piece of housekeeping. So Uh-oh. not only do we need to start preemptively brainstorming ideas for this year's Oscar punishment... We also didn't pick the tiebreaker. Okay. Which I feel like um, you guys can shoot this down if you so choose, but I feel like if we all pick something different for best production design, it's I'm down. random. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me pull it up then. I'll go Stableman's. Let's see here on the flippity flip. You're just gonna pick who? Yeah, I don't even know. That's how I'll do it though. I don't, is that even a nomination or a nominee? Uh, could be. I don't know why this is. Uh... <laughs> I call dibs on Fablemans, and if they don't have that, I'll take Car. <laughs> Which is another movie you have to review, right? Did you already talk about Tar? Man, I feel like me just opening this website just throttled the Zoom recording. I'm definitely going to have to fix that. All right, so it's... Yeah, if you have the list, Shuddy, that would make this way better because this is just making my computer have a seizure. If I'm re- if this site is to be believed... Oh, here it is. Variety. We'll go there. 
Best production design, Elvis, The Fablemans, Babylon, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water. Oh, wait, that's the predicted nominees. What the fuck? Yeah, when I, I did this the say, other I week. I feel differently now. I want, I want All Quiet on the Western Front, if that's the case. I'm just fucking Googling it right, right off the bat. Best. That's what I did. Design 2023. Yeah, the first thing that shows up is Variety's predictions. Like, they're out. Why are all these results predictions? The real fucking thing. Tell me. Tell me what it is. God. All right, production design. All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, Babylon, Elvis, The Fablemans. That's right off of Oscars.org. Tell me what it is. All right, so are you switching your vote, Jeff? Yeah, I kept my finger on the piece. All right, so actually, you're... I'll go. I'll go last. I'll go last. So we got. We got to all take different ones, right? Yeah. All right. Shuddy's sure. go first. What are you picking, Shuddy? Uh, I'll go Babylon. Fuck! That's what I was gonna fucking pick. Mm. I was willing to let you go first. You're the one that that spoke first. I don't know why I did that. What are the other options again? Fucking farts. All quiet on the Western Front. Okay. Avatar the Way of Water, Elvis, or the Fablemans. <sighs> I'll go you Elvis. You could do to Jeff what I just did to you. No, I'll go Elvis. I feel like the production All design right. on that looked pretty good. I'll go Avatar. Oh, shit. Wow. All right. I thought you were going to go all quiet because you love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's what's the category? Set design? Production, Production design. Production design. I mean, James Cameron has to be a heavy favorite in there, right? I mean, He's not he has a nominee. What? Well, I, I know, but it's Proctor. his fucking movie. He hired the nominee. I mean, it's the same difference. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, okay, so as far as Tar goes, I feel like uh, the more and more I get into this filmmaking role, I feel bad saying bad things. So I will put it it very diplomatically, and this should come to the surprise of probably nobody. I don't think I was Tar's Tar-get demo. (laughs) It felt like if I went to a party where I didn't know anybody and the party was super fancy, and I got caught in a group who were discussing conductor and orchestra deep cuts for three hours. That's kind of what the movie felt like to me. Um, And a lot of times, and this is the example that I use every time, I can get caught up in other people's passion. So while I don't give two flying fucks about Formula One racing, I love every frame of Rush. I think that movie Rush is a five-dicker. I can watch that at any given moment. Even if I just finished watching it, if someone walked in my door and was like, hey, you want to watch Rush? I was like, ha! It's already in the fucking PlayStation 5. I will restart it right now. But I couldn't... It just felt like every reference went over my head like she constantly went back and forth from dropping in French words to dropping in German words and then there was no subtitles and then 
they're in a different location and they don't explain where they are and then you have to figure it out through context clues. I was just, I was a moron lost at sea. I am too stupid to watch Tar. I am a stupid head. Okay. So if you're dumb like Kevin, you probably aren't going to like Tar. That's what you're saying? Yeah, but if you're smarter than me, and the chances are very high that you're smarter than me, you'll probably like it. I mean, it was, again, I was watching it through these new eyes that I have where I'm just like, wow, that was a cool location. And technically, really good shots, and they do, there's really, really long takes where people are saying a lot. And I I was impressed by that. Like, there were no cuts. There's no changing of the camera angles. It was just one really, really, really long scene where everybody involved knocked it out of the park. So all of that stuff was was very impressive to me. But I just, I don't know, maybe uh, as a guy who loves music, but mostly death metal, I just didn't, I couldn't get myself engaged. Shuddy, we're going to have to do an intervention here because I got to be honest, this new Kevin the Filmmaker comes off as a real stuck-up really, douchebag. Really, really fucking like pretentious, him. doesn't he? <laughs> really yeah. fucking pretentious. Oh, fuck you, Adam. So, so this is going to go over everyone's head because you guys aren't also filmmakers, but I'll just, you know, I'll let you in behind what we talk about at the Director's Guild. Oh. And, you know. Who thought but, we'd be yearning for the days when we only had to deal with diva craft? Now we've got fucking... Martin Scorsese over here. Oh, you fuckface. Did I really come off like that? I apologize. No. I didn't. <laughs> no. We're fucking with you. Jeez. Next time he signs in the Zoom, he's just going to have one of his fucking trophies, the script writing trophies up there. He's like, oh, I'm just trying to oh, just yeah. trying to get the right light. We're, like, we're days away from him wearing a fucking ascot. Oh, yeah. A beret. Days away. This chair is going to be away. is going to be one of those folding director chairs with like the little canvas cloth that has my name on it. <laughs> yeah, it says Mr. Craft. Doesn't even say Kevin Craft. Uh, you guys can eat my butt. Uh, but yeah, um, did you guys see anything else? Is that it? That is it as far as films. Oh, my, my fucking ass. Yeah, that's Ooh. all I got as far as films, too. Don't let don't let me forget. I have I have another funny story about my ass to tell in in Patreon land, but I kind of need that paywall as a as an assist on this one. <laughs> like a fucking crawl cover? No. In all honesty, I, I guess in some one way, shape, or form, yes. But the crux of this butt story doesn't really hinge too much on Carl. All right. I can't wait. If that's not a teaser, I don't know what is. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Shuddy actually has a quick little review on um, a TV show he just started watching that I'm interested to hear. I want him to hopefully sell you on watching this. uh, I want, yeah, Jeff's right. I've been binge watching. I'm almost through season two of Succession on HBO Max. It's fucking awesome it's so good i watched a bunch of episodes of the first season when it first came out but because i was sick decided to revisit it and it is so good i think you should give it a shot kevin well i i did watch the first episode and thought it was fucking great and then it just it's the fucking length man at their hour-long episodes are 
are tough to, for me to get caught up on because I just that's true. I get intimidated looking at all the all the hour long episodes that I still have to watch before I'm caught up. Oh, and it 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 it, it spooks me. I'll be honest, but first what are episode you, thirty hours behind probably. Well, there's like been that. three seasons, right? Yeah. yeah, and I do. I Can love you... that, and I, I I love the first episode, but um, like I literally just got caught up on Andor. It took me all this time to finish the first series of a Star Wars show. And Andor kicked ass. And I think Succession kicks ass. And lately, Carl, of my weekend watching with Carl, has been season two of Only Murders in the Building. And those are quick episodes. But the problem with that is it's usually when we hop into bed. And when we do that, I'm quite stoned. And when my old ass stoned head hits the pillow the countdown clock has begun so it'll sometimes take me two nights to finish one episode of only murders in the building and i don't know if you guys watch season two of that but oh my goodness i i very much enjoy that one i didn't even watch season one what is it called again only Only murders in the building steve martin martin short yeah it's hulu right selena gomez yeah i don't think i have hulu I tell man the the fucking my inner child is just so pumped that Martin Short can still make me piss my pants with laughter after all these years. I've loved Martin Short so much since I was a kid, and I love Steve Martin too. But for some reason, I always had, I always had a thing for Martin Short. That kind of makes me Ned sound Niederlander. like I, I want to suck his penis. But yes, I mean Three Amigos, incredible movie. I got to give that a rewatch. That movie... It's been a while. Yeah, that movie is. Uh, I loved that movie as a kid. Yeah, I even liked um, Inner Space. Did you ever see that one where he gets I, shrunken? And that fl- actually just came up in my like popped up in the internet for me, and I was like, "Oh, that's definitely something Dom and I should should revisit." With Dennis Quaid, where he gets shrunken down and injected into Martin Short's body. Is he the one that gets shrunk, or is Martin Short the one that gets shrunk? I haven't seen it in a, in a million years. No, uh, Dennis Quaid and the spa- and the the ship get shrunken down and put into Martin Short. Okay. And is, is Meg Ryan the female lead? Let me see. I'm trying to look it up on my Maybe? phone. Maybe. So Let's see. Dennis Quaid, Martin Short. Yeah, Meg Ryan. Yep. And Vernon Wells, he was the bad guy in um, Mad Max 2. Fuck yeah. All right, well, anyway, we kind of got... So wait, you're, you're are you fully caught up on Succession, Shuddy? I'm almost through season two. There's season three, and then season four is coming out soon. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why I started watching it, because I saw a commercial for the new season. Oh no, I'm about to be buried. Buried in succession. Well, we'll yeah, see. Season four comes out before. March 26th. So you've got almost two months. Wait yeah. a second. And when does John Wick come out? The 24th. It's a powerful weekend. It is. Holy shit. Yeah. Get your dicks ready. <laughs> Eat that daddy dick. Exactly. 
All right, well, we didn't have time to get to it last week, but should we uh, take a quick visit over to... Voicemails, yay! Yeah, let's. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay. Let's see. How much scrolling do I have to do? Oh, my God! So much scrolling! What the shit? We're going to get there at some point. Okay. Uh, Where did we leave off? I think... It's this one. Ooh. Oh, sh- son of a bitch. I never learn. Now I can't find the hole. And that's what she said. Uh. <laughs> Mad scientist party hour. What's going on, guys? It's uh, Ship Balls and Mailman. Um, I just got back from a... I gotta say, that's one of my all-time favorite nicknames. Shitballs the Mailman. Uh, union meeting. Boring as fuck. Had a few beers there, though. That was kind of cool. You can drink there. Um, but uh, I hopped on YouTube and was running some scales on the guitar, and I just seen the bullshit that happened. And uh, I had oh, to no. pause it and go ahead and call in, because Kevin, listen, dude. Uh We've made think, it. We've yes. gotten there. We yes. got there. Yes. We're gonna listen. <laughs> we're gonna listen to every one of these fucking voicemails. Every one of oh, them. Oh no, we made it to D Day. Especially because this fucking pussy keeps talking shit. Y'all can say I'm full of shit or whatever, but there's a reason why he's not doing so well, and that's why <laughs> um, they're letting you go. Because there's a reason why he got let go from Sirius. There's a reason why uh, he starts a podcast that, I mean, you've already been doing. I've been listening to that motherfucker for a long-ass time now. And uh, you guys have been doing it a lot longer, so he starts a podcast. I mean, you, dude, you're the only reason that I literally listened to the Jason Ellis show when you guys were on Sirius. Oh. He's really not that funny of a guy. Oh. Um, I even heard some of his stand-up. He's not that funny, dude, but you're fucking hilarious. So I'm just <laughs> letting you know, man. Um <laughs> I've still got your back, and I hope you guys keep doing Mad Scientist Party Hour, and I want my hoodie. It's going to come in in the morning, which is pretty awesome. Nice. <laughs> but, uh, dude, you, you, you're you going to be doing good shit, man. You're doing the fucking stand-up and stuff. And I I told you years ago, I sent you a message on Facebook and told you you would be awesome in stand-up. I don't know if I've ever seen a bigger smile on Shuddy Boy's face, for the record. He looks so pumped. You went and I got a snack, I think. No, I went and got a liquid death. I'm fucking so happy that we're at D-Day finally. I mean, before we go back to Shitballs' voicemail, um, I try to always be honest, no matter what the situation. And I have bitten my tongue and let a lot of shit slide. Uh, I don't like to, you know, I want to keep this show light and silly and tell a lot of poop jokes and fart jokes and make people laugh. So I don't want to get caught up in any drama or bullshit. But I will say, giving credit where credit's due, I do think Ellis is a funny stand-up, for what it's worth. And uh, like I said, dude, I think you're. I think is this it? is just an opportunity for you to do better things. I think you're going to do something pretty cool. You've got fucking a few famous friends. So uh, I don't know. Move in with your girl and fucking <laughs> keep doing stand-up and work at McDonald's again. <laughs> You could, I mean, you're old enough. You could run a McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I love you guys. Oh, man, shitballs the mailman. After hearing that, I am convinced the world is my oyster. I'm gonna, 
I'm going to run a McDonald's. <laughs> what an awesome turn. Yeah. I was just actually thinking about this in the shower today. I don't know why, but now that it's 2023, that means it's been 20 years since I quit McDonald's and started doing construction. That's the, the 20 year back. update on, on my life trajectory. And yeah, I, I, well, I appreciate the praise. Like now that you've let me know that I, I could potentially one day run a McDonald's, I am brimming with pride, but yeah, I don't think I want to take a, a step backwards that far. Uh, but I appreciate the support. You should play Carl at the end of that voicemail. You're yeah. moving with Carl and Ronald McDonald's. <laughs> Good news. I'm moving in, babe. And uh, I'm going to work at McDonald's and I'm bringing all of my comics and movies and video games with me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we address this also in the Easter egg. But like I said, I've let a lot of shit roll off my back and there's been a lot of shit talked about me and yeah, whatever. I'm not exactly in the shit talking department, but I will say this. I, it got brought to my attention that I've been accused of sabotaging death, death, die performing at Ellis mania. And this, this feels like redundant. I feel like anybody that listens to this show knows I am not the type of person who's going to fucking waste my time and energy trying to sabotage other people's shit. Like, even if I was that vindictive, I would never fucking act on it. I had so many chances to be a petty little bitch and try and take jabs and and ruin things for other people. But, I don't know, man. Who the fuck wants that karma on their plate? I'm not trying to ruin things for other people or... Like, I don't know. Everybody has so much energy. I'm not wasting any of my stuff on that shit. So, no. This is going to be the most no-duh thing you hear today. But I put zero effort. I actually put effort into convincing people to perform with Death, Death, Die. And you'll hear it in the Easter egg, but I literally said, do not do anything on my behalf. This is a cool opportunity to have one last chance to be a fucking rock star in front of a huge group of people. I say go for it. I actively pursued them uh, staying in Death, Death, Die and riding it out for one last time. So, no, um, I did not fucking call people and tell them not to perform. Just, nope, 100% no. I actually did. I DM'd them both on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't speak for Jeff, but as far as I'm concerned, uh, no. I'm I'm the fucking snake, this guy. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Hopefully this is something other than me getting fired. Hey, guys, this is Pyro. It's November 9th. I'm listening to The Firing 2. And, Shuddy, you're giving Kevin shit for having his Christmas stuff up, which, Kevin's right. Halloween's over. Like, my Christmas shit will go up in less than a week because that's when my wife's birthday is. And every year for her birthday, we finish putting away the Halloween shit. With the exception of my awesome bitch and reek from the nightmare before Christmas, and we put up the Christmas shit, so it's not really that strange to have it up in early November. Anywho, have a good one. Well, I had to bust Kevin's balls about something that episode. <laughs> 
I gotta say that is that is not where I saw that voicemail going after he just said I just listened to the firing too and I have some things to say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Pyro. Your voicemails are always uh, a treat. That was probably the most concise voicemail we've ever gotten from Pyro. Yeah, he was laser focused. Yeah, he really pissed him off with all that (laughs) anti-Christmas celebration decoration stuff, (laughs) Shuddy. Really triggered Pyro. All right, let's see what uh, this human has to say. What's up, MSPH? It's Left Nut. Just want to say... Left Nut. Really loved his work in TLC. We're going to be listening to people talk about you being fired for the next three episodes, and I can't wait. Maybe we should should move these to the Easter egg. (laughs) You're fantastic. Keep doing what you do. Ellis is only famous for being a washed-up Australian skateboarder who sucked a dick on that one skate tour. That's really the extent of the fame there. I don't know know where, where he could have seen that show going, but you pretty much had all the talent. You were the only reason for that show to have any sort of traction outside of old Australian skaters who no one cares about. Damn. Shots fired. Nice. We're not saying any of this because that's beneath us. Play the next Illuminati voicemail. That was was Left Nut. That wasn't me. Hey, what's up, MSPH? Uh... Sorry, guys, I'm at work, and there's this big-ass machine, so I'm sorry if you guys can't hear me, but I just listened to your episode, The Firing 2. Man, guys, that really sucks, but I will say, I listened to the Ellis Show, too, and the last couple episodes did seem a little weird. There were there was a couple little jabs at Kevin that I was kind of in my headphone going, what the fuck? But anyway, I know you don't want to talk about this, especially months later. I will say I've been enjoying the ever-loving shit out of this Patreon. Um, God, I, I'm so glad I heard you guys talk about PUBG. I'm like, man, these guys really play Fortnite? Wow. PUBG life. <laughs> but anyway, fucking best of luck. You are going to kill it. This show, as many people as I try to put on to it, they're, they're seeing, they will be seeing the damn hoodie. My lady's keeping it from me till Christmas. That bitch. Oh shit! <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> wow! Nah, man. Just much love. I'm really enjoying it. I'm about to bump up to the ten dollars tier, just on you guys being my medication every day. So, thank you. Love you guys, Jeff. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Bye, guys. Love you too. Yeah, I feel like he wanted to take a shot at you, Jeff, but just couldn't bring himself to do it. Yeah, it would just would have been a. Too sharp of a turn from all the good vibes he was sending. Yeah. But we knew in his heart what he wanted to say. Jeff, you're a pussy. Yeah, something, something like that. All right, let's let's do one more. This is looking at the date. This looks like there was about a week had passed, so maybe this will yeah, be about something else. Hopefully it's not another one about you being fired. That would be heartbreaking. Hey, MSPH. Illuminati member Luke at my anus here with a segment I like to call <laughs> random thoughts from my anus. Anyone who's not an amateur pooper and has spent any amount of quality time on a toilet knows eventually your legs are going to fall asleep. 
It's the worst feeling ever. Now I can't stand up. To- okay, I, I would like to have a quick pre-discussion before he goes any further. I feel like I'm usually a, a quick pooper unless I get caught up staring at my phone whilst I'm pooping. But you guys make an event out of it. So do you encounter numb legs, falling asleep yes. legs? Yeah, my legs have fallen asleep on the toilet before. My legs have fallen asleep on the toilet as recently as, I believe, Saturday. Well, did, did I COVID... I most of you people on the toilet. Did, did COVID affect your butt at all, Shuddy? How was your poop? The, I mean, I, like I said, I haven't been eating much, so there hasn't been much poop. Uh, but there, there were a couple of days there that there, poop in my pants was a concern. Oh, was diarrhea flying out of your ass, or were you crapping out nuggets? No, no. the 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 days that uh, that the poop was a concern, uh, poop in my pants was a concern. Were were liquid shit days? <laughs> now that is liquid death. Wipe, I'm poopy, and I'm paralyzed. All right, hold on. I need to rewind that a couple of seconds. Stand up to wipe, I'm poopy, and I'm paralyzed. Ah, there we go. Which gets you thinking. Why hasn't there been anything invented to prevent this nonsense from happening? Surely we have the technology and the brain power in this great nation to make a difference and stop this madness. But where is it? Why in 2022 am I still hobbling down the hall at work like an ass-fucked hooker after wandering out of the handicap stall? Surely the one percenters have this figured out, and it's only a matter of time before we all crack the code and reap the benefits. And I, for one, will be waiting with faded farts. (laughs) This concludes this week's random thoughts from my anus. Keep killing it, gentlemen, and as always, no pussy shit. What a sign-off. Yeah. I mean... I think Squatty Potties would combat that. Yeah? Have you ever used one? I have not. I one time, because I was thinking about it, I was like, I wonder if that's worthwhile. Because I know the whole point of a Squatty Potty is to get your knees up. Because they say that your, your poop chute was designed by nature to function better as if you were squatting down to take a shit in nature like a caveman. Although, who knows? Maybe cavemen just laid on their side and pooped like that. The rule books hadn't been written then. But I one time did, while I was taking a shit, I tried to, like, bend my knees and sort of, like, hug my shins and poop like I was jumping into a pool doing a cannonball. And, uh... I don't know if more poop came out. But did it was it easier to poop? I don't know that more poop is necessarily supposed to come out is it's not supposed to be such a chore. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you guys are the long poopers. You guys are the ones that have your legs falling asleep. So you should do a poop experiment. You don't even need to buy a squatty potty. Just get like a stack of books or something. I don't really know what a squatty potty is. Do you have like a cushion on your on your toilet seat, um, Shuddy? No, cushion toilet seats are. Ugh. 
I, I don't like the soft toilet seats. That that's just gross. Yeah. Well, what's gross uh, about it? Yeah. I don't I, have I don't, one, but I'm wondering why why you have the stick. They just they feel weird. I, I don't know. I don't like. I'd much prefer the hard plastic. Is it because it's spongy and absorbent and you're afraid it's absorbing a bunch of poop uh, crystals? No, I'm not that concerned about that. I, I don't know. I just. Because <clears throat> I feel like I'm with you on maybe this, Shuddy. Like it is more comfortable. I, I've, only, I've only encountered a handful of those toilets. And on paper, it seems like a good idea. Like cushions for your ass and legs. But I, I was kind of grossed out by it too. And I don't know why. Yeah, I don't. I just don't like the idea of there being give when you sit on a toilet seat. My grandmother um, had these had a cushion toilet seat. And I liked it. Old ladies, I feel like, are the, the absolutely the number one sales demo for cushion toilet seats. Yeah, I mean that makes sense, right? But what is the solution here? Like a hammock with a hole cut out of it that you just drop turds in the toilet with? Oh, did he say it didn't sound like his bathroom trip was that long? Like when my legs go numb, it's because I spent like a South Park episode worth of time on the shitter. <laughs> like he he got this while at his at his job, he said, right? Yeah, but maybe, yes. you know, maybe he's a non-smoker. So I just need a little break in the day. I'm going to take a nice, long, comfortable shit. And then your legs fall asleep. That's true. I just wonder how long it took his legs to fall asleep because that could change the advice he should be receiving. Yeah. I mean, I would think it, a more comfortable sitting or shitting um, seat would probably be the, the, the best way to maybe avoid leg numbness. But then again, I don't know. I kind of like when my legs are going up. <laughs> Yeah, and you also like to hold in your turds. Uh, yeah, I do play some poop chicken. Although recently it's it's not been poop chicken. It's I've almost shit my pants. It's just I ha- I think I think like at eight fifteen I gotta poop and I just gotta go and sit there and like wait for it. Yeah, it sounds like you're playing Russian poulette. Yeah, it's not even poop chicken. <laughs> and I'm going to use that Russian poulette. That's nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Well, there is your MSPH for the week. But if you're still jonesing for that fix, allow us to be your dealers. Patreon.com/slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Check it out. We are doing additional content there every week. And if you go up to the $10 tier, you get all of our individual shows like Queef or No Queef, Kevin's Nerd Hole, Between Two Flushes, Snack Attack, What the Fuck Did I Just Watch with Shuddy and Dom. And then every now and then, Shuddy and myself will hijack a snack attack. And then, yeah, there's a whole bunch of other shit that I'm forgetting too. There's a lot. Patreon. Yeah, there's lots of stuff. There's lots and lots of stuff. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. And if you would like to look at our Gorgeous face faces while this show is going on. YouTube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. We put all the episodes minus the Easter egg up on YouTube if you would like to check that out. I don't know. Apparently the kids are telling me that YouTube is lit. But what do I know? I'm an old piece of shit. 
You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Jeff Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Producing oh, stuff every week. Got Super Bowl this week. I'm going to try to do a golf podcast for the Phoenix Open. And um, mostly daily NBA podcasts. I didn't do one today, though, because I didn't really like the slate. I didn't have any bets I was willing to give out. But Outkick Bets, Jeff Clark. And Shuddy Boy, where can people get them their hands on some sweet, sweet MSPH merch? I'm all gone.com under collections. There's MSPH. We're right there. The Putin clan shirt is there. Uh, the putty, the poo, uh, the poo neck and the P shirt. What about the poozy? Do those still exist? Uh, the poozies do still exist. Yes. Fuck yeah. The poozies. There you go. Check it out, friends. Um, and there you have it. But until next time, Something. Meow. 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 Uh-oh. What? <laughs> okay. Let's find something here. Oh, yeah. There we go. Boobity-boo. Meow, 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 meow. My feet are cold. Putting on socks. My tootsies are cold. I don't think your audio is coming through your AirPods, Jeff. He's going to have to wait. It should be coming through my mic. And now it should be. There we go. Now it sounds good. Alright, sorry about that. Doodly doo. Oh, I'm dragging ass today. You pussy. Don't even really know why. I didn't smoke any pot today. Had coffee. Maybe it's just Low testosterone due to you having no penis. Is that what causes fatigue? <laughs> I don't know. How does Carl ever make it through the day? <laughs> um, the clitoris actually has a lot of energy. Oh, well, I don't have one of those either. So, guess I have no source for fuel. You guys both kind of look like college professors today, or something. Hey, 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 you butt boys. What's up, you fucking hey, elephant heart fart huffer? Elephant Man. heart fart fuck fuffer. Yeah, I'm glad I'm getting huh? these out of the way in the Easter egg. Hey, I, take I, uh, I have something off the record to discuss. So not even Easter eggy? Well, you can make that call once you hear it. Uh, but it pertains to... Your current villainy at the hands of Jason Ellis. What do you mean? 
Uh, he openly blamed you on Awesome World the other day, apparently, for Death, Death, Die not performing at Ellis Mania. Well, I mean, that's flat out insanity. Yeah, he uh, he had apparently said that the only risk, reason Christian and James, or not James, Christian and Josh are not doing it is because you called them and asked them not to. Hmm. That's uh, that's really weird. <laughs> but I can't say I'm surprised. So. Uh, that's just the, the nugget that I found out in the last couple of days, just by keeping my ears to the ground and listening to the internet chatter. Well, I mean, all I can say is last I talked to Josh and Christian, which was very recently, they were still planning on doing it. And I was saying they should, I was like, if this is the last Ellis mania, go fucking be rock stars. This is your band, you know? Like, I just found it funny that apparently you openly told them not to do it. Yeah. I openly told them to do it. <laughs> I was actually the person who was like, no, I think you should. And it wasn't even like, eh, do whatever you want. It was like, no, go fucking don't miss out on something awesome on my behalf. And which is from, your general attitude in life? Like yeah. you're not that type of person. Oh fuck no! I got way bigger fish to fry than fucking petty bullshit from past lives. Fuck. I mean, and no bullshit. I swear to God, last I heard, Death That Thigh was still on. So them not even performing is news to me. But. Whatever. If anybody, how did, say that he, how did he say he came across that information? Uh, it was posted on the LS Fam uh, Facebook page. Oh, like he posted that Kevin didn't want Pete, Christian, and Josh to go to Death Death Die or whatever. Or Hold else on, let me. Let me uh, I'll pull up the post. I don't know. I guess the this guy is such a fucking bitch. I I, I can't stand him. Like he he fucking. All right. So, <laughs> uh, yesterday Whatever. officially no death death diet Ellis Mania. Then one of the Puminati posted. Sounds like the blame is foisted onto Kevin for calling Josh and Christian. Oh well, this could be nothing. This could be just that person pulling shit out of thin air and trying to start start nonsense. No, she I mean, they said that it came off of the two most recent Awesome World episodes. Oh. Well, yeah, I mean, Help. you guys know what I've been working on fucking round the clock since I became a free agent. And the last thing I have energy to do is fucking call people over, like, trying to, like, get petty revenge or some bullshit. Uh, apparently, Christian was still willing to do it, but Josh was not. And then oh. Christian backed out because Josh wasn't. But 
it's your fault Josh isn't doing it because you called him and told him Jason was mean, according to Jason. Oh, uh, Josh yeah, didn't I'm... figure that out from his years of working with Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Josh didn't figure out with the way that he was removed, the, the way that he left the show. I mean, I literally had drinks one-on-one with Josh last week to talk about other things. And Death That Die came up briefly, and I said, do it. I said, like, you know, how often do you get to, to perform in front of a crowd like that that's just going fucking nuts for your music and just having fun and then walking off stage and getting pictures and asking pe- and people asking you to sign things? I was like, go be a fucking rock star one last time. Was his counter, well, I don't fucking like that guy? No. He was like, yeah, you're right. Because that would have made a lot of sense. Like, why would I do a show at that guy's uh, or perform at that guy's show when he treated me like shit and acts like an asshole? No, I mean, literally, I mean, it wasn't even it was no longer conversation than me explaining it to you. But after I said that, it was just like, okay, cool. Like it, it wasn't like, eh, I'm on the fence or, yeah, you know what? I'm still not going to do it. It was like, okay. Like it seemed to me like it's a go, but I don't know. Josh, Josh has a very, very busy schedule. I mean, he's fucking, he's producing Quentin Tarantino's podcast. So like it, maybe he just doesn't have the time to do it. I don't know. I don't know what you're sharing with me, shuddy boy. Uh, I'm just playing with the whiteboard, but now oh, I don't okay. know how to get rid of it. Oh, God, guys, I'm a potato, and I don't know how to turn this off. I just want everybody to know that I'm a man. I'm actually not a potato. Uh, how often I'm still fucking, sick. How often does he fucking bring your name up, and how often do we bring this fool's name up? No, I have no idea. And clown. Oh, I know. Because I got a fucking ocean of fish to fry. I am fucking laser focused on the future. Big things, friends. Big fucking things. That's right. I got a mouthful of oatmeal right now. Because I had two meetings this morning. (laughs) I didn't have time to eat. (laughs) Do I need to start booking airfare? Um, I would say I'm within one or two weeks of giving you dates to fly out here. Okay. Yeah, this thing is right on the fucking cusp, and God, it feels like somebody's holding a nine volt battery to my anus. Because it would not be fire. February fifteenth, sixteenth, or seventeenth, correct? Nope. Okay. No, nothing. I've this, nothing keep this month. Possible parade days open. No, no, no. I mean, look, it's things aren't even officially in pre production yet, so. Kevin, yeah. you know that another one of your fucking sports predictions came to fruition? Oh, we got to talk about that on the show. <laughs> I've, I've been notified. <laughs> <laughs> Outkick Bets might be hiring you shortly to do Jeff's job. Yeah, Jeff, do you need a part-time assistant? <laughs> I do, actually. I'll ghostwrite for you. Like man, why is wonderful. why is Jeff writing articles about the Kansas City Queefs? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know which one you're. I mean, I'm trying to think which sports prediction you could have cashed on. 
Oh, well, I, I don't think it's a cash Tom thing. Tom Brady but... one. Yeah, uh, that's what we're talking about. All right. I thought he picked the Jets. Sports, 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 sports. He picked the Jets or retire. Fair enough. You alpha, Kevin. You should start handicapping for me in yeah. place of me. <laughs> I never wanted to admit this publicly, but my superior sports knowledge comes from my second penis. I have a second set of genitals growing out of my grundle, and it pumps me full of so much testosterone that I'm just a, a natural sports genius without even having to watch sports. You just overload it with testosterone use some of it yeah, on I mean, sports. The second set of penis and testicles are completely mangled from the placement. I sit on them all day, and sometimes I, I go like this, so they're deformed. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows you have ADD, so you fidget. Yeah, I fidget, and that really makes my bonus penis and nutsack look like um, flattened sea cucumbers. Now, this got weird and gross. Um, can yeah, you guys? I, I tuned you out like a minute ago. <laughs> uh, let's see. Can you hear this? El Blunto. I might get some El Bluntos for this weekend. Let me tell you. Can you hear this? I'm only willing to accept dicks today, all right? I hear, I heard both. Both le- legendary Jeff Clark sound drops. I'm starting to think I haven't encountered enough vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> Still holds true. <laughs> Uh, Shuddy, uh, can you give me record permission? Yes. Uh, Recording in progress. Fuck All right, to turn the key, fire this fucking engine up. I am. Oh, wait a second, hold on. Let me see where's Insert my... keys. Turn on three where's the fucking this stupid app is always hiding the theme from me ah there it is it fucking wiggled into a new column son of a bitch all right yeah yeah yeah. i'm ready to turn the key from los angeles california where the mad scientist party hour (laughs) 